The film is not only a product of two separate movie ideas that had been simmering in the mind of director J.J. Abrams, but this is also his love letter to the work of his producer, Steven Spielberg, as well as other filmmakers of the horror and science fiction genres. According to IMDb, after completing his 2006 film Mission Impossible 3, Abrams had two different film ideas that he was considering for his next original project. The first was a coming-of-age film. The second was a film about an alien on the loose. With their powers combined, these two ideas formed the backbone of Super 8. However, Super 8 is much more than the culmination of these two ideas. Super 8 is an homage to the work of those who created many mainstays of science fiction and horror, many who started filmmaking with Kodak Super 8 cameras, including Super 8's producer. Who are these other filmmakers? More on this after the break. I'm Rachel True. And I'm Trent Venegas. And you're listening to Quoting Gene Roddenberry. The 100-day podcast that celebrates what would have been the 100th birthday of that guy that created Star Trek. Each day between now and the end of our podcast. August 19th. One of Star Trek's biggest icons. Or celebrity fans. Or both. We'll be quoting Gene Roddenberry. Then we're going to take a deep dive into why we think this sci-fi legend still has a lot to say to the world. Tweet us. Post us, DM us, whatever. We're at Roddenberry on Twitter and Facebook and at Roddenberry Official on Instagram. Live long and prosper. Super 8 is among the most well-executed intertextual works in recent memory. It's not necessary for a viewer to have seen any of the works Super 8 draws upon to enjoy the film. However, if you are familiar with those works, it creates an enjoyable Easter egg hunt for those more familiar with the source material. One of the more humorous nods in the film is to that of George A. Romero. Make sure to watch through the end credits to see the full film that the kids are making within the story of Super 8, called The Case. The chemical company, Romero Chemicals, as well as a scene in The Case, is a visual cue to Romero's Night of the Living Dead. In fact, according to IMDb, filmmakers reached out to Romero for a cameo, but unfortunately he was unavailable. Stylistically, the monster and shadow motif used throughout the film is reminiscent of the filmmaking of Alfred Hitchcock and John Carpenter. Charles has a Halloween movie poster in his bedroom, and the post-credits message of his film is clearly cribbed from Alfred Hitchcock's film trailers and introductions to his television shows, down to the desk and the faux British accent. Finally, Super 8 would not be the film it is without the influence of producer Steven Spielberg. Not just his direct influence on the film's production, but the themes and ideas and even a few of the visuals harken to Spielberg's other work. E.T., Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Jaws, and The Goonies are all present within the film. This is especially apparent within the interpersonal dynamics presented. Single parents working to understand their children, children working through change and loss, and topping it all off is a spaceship that is a clear visual homage to E.T. and Close Encounters. 
Super 8 is a summer blockbuster for sure, but it's one that has a lot more going on beneath the surface. If you enjoy science fiction films with a lot of heart, be sure to add Super 8 to your watch list. It might inspire you to break out your own Super 8 camera and make your own films. They still make Super 8 cameras, by the way. You might even hire an aspiring young director to restore and preserve your old Super 8 films. Who knows? You might make a movie together on the subject one day. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for June 10th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.